0: Hello, and welcome to the Hearth and Hedge podcast. Merry meet, my friends. My name is Amberly, and I'm here to share the joys and sometimes frustrations of being a mom, a witch, a witch mom, and wading through life with my family. This is our premiere episode. I sincerely look forward to sharing my experiences and the experiences of other witches and alternative spiritual families with you. But today I'm going to talk a bit about myself. I was born in a small town in the mountains of New Mexico on the cabin floor, oddly, Um, (laughs) but uh, that's how my family did it. So that's how it worked. Um, I was raised in a Christian family. Uh, went to a Christian daycare every day while my parents went to work. We did not go to church very off- often, but we did on occasion. Um, usually, you know, Easter, Palm Sunday, that sort of thing. But for the most part, we were a pretty, uh, I would, I guess, agnostic family, even though we were not agnostic. But ever since I was. I mean, I can't even remember when I didn't feel this way. I, you know, when I was a little girl, I would, I would play witch, or sometimes it wasn't a witch, it was a genie. And my friends and I would, uh, would do spells. And, and I swear to God, we manifested stuff sometimes. And sometimes they were not good things. But I've always felt a little bit different. Christianity just didn't. Really fit right. I have no problem with it. Ninety percent of my family is Christian and Mormon. Probably more than ninety percent, actually. Uh, not I, obviously. <laughs> but it just never. We didn't. We didn't jibe. I guess is what it is. As every other young lady in the late eighties and early nineties at. Sleepovers, we did, you know, light as a feather, stiff as a board, and played with the Ouija board, and uh, just kind of, well, basically did witchcraft, (laughs) but we just called them games. But I always had so much fun doing that. So when I was about 10, my mother gave me $100 and then flew us to Phoenix for Christmas. Uh, Just for the day to go shopping, because I guess that's what you do. We flew from Albuquerque to Phoenix for the day, and I was given my $100 and sent on my merry way. And I walked into my first metaphysical shop, and my mind was just absolutely blown. (laughs) There were so many cool and amazing things. Um, And I purchased my first book. Uh, It was... Dancing with Dragons by DJ Conway, and I absolutely loved it. It's uh, not a book that I follow anymore, but I still have it for nostalgia's sake, and sometimes I like to go back and look at it, but that book really, really changed my life. It was the first of many. And so when I was about 12, I left my mother's house and went to live with my father in another small town in New Mexico. And that's where I ended up finishing school and graduating um, high school. Arguably, it was more, not arguably, it was definitely a more conservative community, a big, big Mormon community. I attended Mormon church with my friends, even though I wasn't a Mormon But it started to get out that I kind of had alternate thoughts on spirituality and um, ended up causing a lot of problems for me. In high school, I was repeatedly sent to the counselor to be told that I was um, going to hell (laughs) and that I was an evil person and... A lot of my friends were not allowed to hang out with me anymore because I was a witch. And it, it culminated, actually, to one day myself and one of my my friends who was definitely on, like, the full-blown goth side of things. I was not, but um, she was definitely full-blown full goth. Uh, but we were accused of planning to commit a terrorist crime on our high school property. Uh, we were pulled out of class and sent home because somebody told them that we were going to shoot up the school, which, um, I've never shot a gun in my life ever. <laughs> so, and I'm pretty pacifist. I mean, I can be a bitch, like, let's not mince words here definitely can be a bitch, but I am not a violent person and I don't want to hurt people. So it was, um, mind blown when that happened as is the way people say that now. Um, so I, I shut down. I, I closed off my spirituality and, um, went to Mormon church with my friends like a good girl and, uh, just completely, well, I, I was no longer spiritual. I was devastated even though I felt like my, I felt like I was a good person. Um, clearly, you know, I was going to go to hell and people were scared of me. So why, why would I want to be a witch? So I pushed it down deep down in my, um, in my shadow, I guess. (laughs) Um, and, and moved on and, uh, grew up, went to college, moved to another town, um, and had my first child for the sake of the podcast. Her name is, is Woodsy, which is actually her witch name. So, um, that's what we call her. So I had Woodsy, and she changed my life, of course, because kids do that. Um, and a short 16 months later, <laughs> I had my son Jax, also changed my life, and we just kind of went on, you know, doing things. I moved them from New Mexico to Virginia, um, with several different places in between but we're in Virginia now and um I started when we purchased our new home I started to you know go through my garden because we purchased the house in January so it was fun because we got to see as spring rolled around uh we got to see new things pop up and see what the people had planted before us and um I became very, very spiritually attached to my property and my garden, and decided that um, I was going to live my life with more intention. Intention was the word I used in my in my heart because I couldn't um, I couldn't use spells or rituals or witchcraft. Those were not words that were okay for me because I had just turned my back on that. So as I would grow things and bring them in and, you know, I, I put a lot of love and intention and, you know, everything into my cooking and my cleaning. Then one day, my beautiful oldest daughter, Pelzi, who is not, um, I did not give birth to her, but she is my daughter just as much as the other two. Um, she came to visit us from Illinois, and we were just talking about the things that I do in my garden and in my kitchen. And she said, Mom, I mean, you know you're a witch, right? And it was like worlds collided. Uh, <laughs> my whole life shifted in a not necessarily uncomfortable way, but it was like a moment of absolute clarity. I mean, I was in my mid thirties by then. <laughs> and all of a sudden I felt like, yeah, you're right. You're right, Palsy. I am, I am a witch. And I felt right again. Um, so, I have been practicing ever since. Um, my, both of my daughters are practicing witches. My son is a pretty staunch atheist, actually. He was approached one time when he was very young uh, in the parking lot at our townhome property by some crazy woman trying to, trying to sell him Jesus. My six-year-old son alone with no parents around. She was trying to sell him Jesus. And he came running in the house and he said, mommy, there's this scary woman outside. And I like lost my entire shit Uh, because you don't do that um, ever. It's not anyone's job to tell other people's children how to feel about anything. Lost my shit, ran outside and lucky for that woman, she was already gone. But that was my son's first real um, experience with religion, and also it was a not good one. So he has a pretty um, bleak outlook on religion and on um, specifically Christianity, despite my explaining to him that that was one, one person um, among many you know, and, and not all of them can be represented by that one crazy lady, but now he's, um, he's made up his mind and I cannot change it. So, uh, despite, despite me trying, that's how he feels. I will keep trying because I don't think, I don't think it's okay to dislike people just because they are a certain way, which I mean, we all know that as witches, right? That people just don't like us because we're different. And, um, and that's not all right, because I've met a lot of you that are probably listening right now, and I think you're all amazing ladies. Um, so let's see. My husband is not spiritual, really. He, he does really love the Norse religion, and um, I think secretly he might pray to Odin, but I'm not really sure. But if he prays to anyone, it's definitely Odin. Like I said, Jax is not not spiritual, but I think he is in a way in his sports. I think that he actually finds a lot of healing energy and spirituality when he is on the lacrosse field, which I think is wonderful. Um, We can always, um, we can find spirituality pretty much anywhere if if we're doing it right. But this podcast, I haven't seen one about um, having a spiritual family, spiritually diverse family. Um, so I wanted to share ways that we can, you know, share our spirituality with our children um, and our husbands, especially for those of us who don't have other members of the family that are also witches. Um It's possible you can share your spirituality with your family without having to shove your beliefs or thoughts down their throats. So, I want to, um, I will be interviewing other parents. Um, I do want to make it very, very clear that um, this podcast is for adults. Um, I am giving information to adults on how to share their their spirituality with their children, but this is absolutely not a podcast telling children how they should feel. Um, like I said earlier, that's not any adult's job other than their own kids. Uh, so just want to make that perfectly clear. So I will be doing interviews with other, um, other parents. And also, um, every episode, I plan on giving you a little spell or ritual or recipe or something to share with your family or help your home be clean or cleansed. Um, and today, today's spell is a harmony spell. I actually adapted it from a spell. Um, in the book A Thousand and One Spells by Cassandra Eason. I think I'm saying her last name right. Um, It's a great little book. It's literally just spells. There's there's not really anything else in there, but they're great little jumping off points for you to create your own spells, um, which is kind of what I do anyway. I'll read a book and then I'll like an idea and I might add my own thing or take stuff out and um so that's what I have here. Um so this is a harmony spell. This is great for you to do if there is just a lot of tension in your house. Um we know that as families shit's not always, you know, happy all the time. Sometimes we get in fights or arguments or um sometimes it's, you know, the time of the month or whatever, just sometimes families fight. So this is to help, um, kind of chase away that negativity and bring back the positivity in a faster manner. Um, what you will need for this spell are lavender flowers. You can also use, um, dried sage. If you feel like maybe your house needs to be cleansed of negative spiritual energy, um, I would recommend, please don't use white sage. Um, but you can use kitchen sage, um, garden sage, which is what I grow and dry and use for stuff. I don't burn it cause I hate the way sage smells, but you can also use rosemary, but so you're going to get your, um, uh, your herbs and sprinkle them in the room that you are going to vacuum. You're going to have your flowers and your vacuum. So you're going to sprinkle all over the floor. Your herbs and say, I banish anger and fear, only happiness linger here. And just repeat that chant as you spread your herbs. And once your herbs are spread, you can sit and meditate in the room and meditate on your intention, or you can just go ahead and vacuum. As you vacuum, visualize all the negativity in the air and in the room as dirt clinging to the lavender flowers and, or whatever herbs you're using. And as you vacuum up that herb, it's going to take all the negativity into your vacuum. And you can repeat the same chant as before. I banish anger and fear only happ- happiness linger here. Um, while you're vacuuming, or you can just do the visualization. And then once you're done, do not empty that vacuum bag in your house trash. Take it to the outside trash because you want to get that shit out of your house. I feel like I need to do some lavender flower cleansing of my house. I think I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, I hope you have enjoyed the first episode. I hope it wasn't (laughs) too crazy. And um, I look forward to seeing you guys in a couple weeks. Uh, You can follow us on our socials. Facebook and Instagram are both at TheHearthAndHedge. Or you can shoot us an email at TheHearthAndHedge at gmail.com. There will be a website forthcoming. So I'm going to jump in here right at the end. I know it's a pretty abrupt change in recording, uh, but I wanted to add a few things. First of all, um, thank you to Charlie and Macy from the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour for creating such an amazing podcast that brings so many people together. Um, And I was lucky enough to spend some time with the beans as they're called. Mm -hmm. Uh, at Anahata's Purpose here recently, um, so thank you to Rachel for creating such an amazing space for all of us to meet and uh, lean in together as we say. Um, there was lots of crying and lots of just amazing discoveries of each other and of ourselves, so thank you for that. Um, <clears throat> Probably most of my first listeners I met at Anahata's Purpose, so thank you for taking the time to listen. Um, thank you to Kim from Your Average Witch, and to Macy and Charlie, and Allie, who was my camp buddy. Uh, thank you to all of you for kind of pushing me towards doing this podcast. I've been thinking about it for ages. And uh, here I am. Here I am doing it. You're the first to hear it. So thank you so much. I love all of you. And also I do need to do a little uh, apology because I said lovely ladies. I'm sure that there, well, I know for a fact, there are some male beans, male Waba listeners, and also some non-binary Waba listeners. So I was not meaning to, um, exclude you. So thank you to all the beans that I met at Anahata's Purpose. And thank you again to Rachel, Macy, Kim, Charlie, and Allie for being awesome humans. And if I didn't mention you, um, it's not because I don't love you, everyone that I met at Anahata's Purpose, but it would be like a really long episode if I mentioned all the names. So Uh, thanks again and uh, this wraps the first episode of the hearth and hedge and I'll see you next time